the Daydreamer Variety Show. Welcome. Hello, hello, Anna. How's it going? Great. Beautiful out here today. I ate lunch outside at a local coffee shop and I had a jean jacket on and I was hot. Oh, wow. Support so your local cool. businesses? I really was. Shop small. <laughs> Support local. Stand tall. Stand tall. Shop small is my personal bio. <laughs> One to ten, you have to change your Instagram bio to that. Okay. One, one, two, three, seven. You have to say it at the same time. Well, I forgot how it worked. <laughs> I was like, why is she counting? I thought you were going to count to ten. Okay, let's do it again. Okay. One, two, three, five, four. You- I said four. <laughs> Maybe it's delayed. I don't know. Okay, well, you don't have to do it. Well, but I'll still say shop tall. <laughs> shop tall. <laughs> We're tired. Oh, stand tall, shop small. <laughs> Life's a ball. What's up? Any updates is really what I'm going for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this isn't a segment where we come up with new Instagram bios. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I got my second vaccine this week. Vax Girl Summer. Here we go. Ready to roll. And I've just like constantly been trying to figure out if I'm really tired because I'm always tired or if it's because of the vaccine. And I just like really think it's just because I'm tired. Mm. You know, it's just kind of nice to have something to pinpoint it on. Right. Oh, maybe it's just like a little bit more than usual. Yeah. Also, something really wild happened to me about an hour ago. Oh, boy. And that is that I think I might have sprayed my finger. Oh, wow. And let me tell you how. I was driving in my own world, as always. I learned that I have cat-like reflexes, I think, because I don't even know how it happened. Like, out of the corner of my eye, I saw a car, like, aggressively about to switch lanes, this huge van, like, about to switch lanes into me. Thank God there was no one on the other side of me in the other lane. And I literally was, like, spun that wheel so fast and, like, (laughs) swerved out from around that thing. And my tires, like, squealed out. No. Yes. And my, but I, like, really, my finger was the victim because (laughs) it it hurts. You turned the wheel so fast that you might have sprained your finger? Yes. I think because I, like, drive with one hand usually. And I think I got it, like, stuck when I went to, like, spin the wheel really fast. And the other one kind of hurts, too. But, like, definitely my pointer (laughs) finger is feeling the brunt of it. Yeah, I had a real Jesus take the wheel moment, I think, because I don't I didn't even remember registering in my mind like that car's coming over here. But I was just like <laughs> and then the car kept like being up beside me in traffic and I really wanted to like look over at it and be like, look at my that? finger. I'm injured, I'm hurt. But really I'm just happy that there was no accident. Right. Cause yeah. what an end of the week. That would have been terrible. Wow, is it is it black or blue or swollen or is it just internal? It's just sore. Do I think I really sprained it? No, but like it hurt. Yeah, like small T trauma. Yeah, like it's stuck like this. <laughs> just kidding. It's not. <laughs> Definitely small T trauma, but it was really shocking. And I was kind of impressed with myself, honestly. I'm impressed too. And everyone is mostly okay. I think everyone's okay. I watched the car throughout the rest of traffic and they seem to be doing fine. So Sure. Okay. And their, well, fing- their index fingers are okay as well. Yeah, they seem to have all their fingers. Okay. But I can't be sure because, uh, you know, as a nine, I didn't even want to look in the car and make them feel bad for almost hitting me. Exactly. Despite them clearly being the ones in the wrong. It's okay. I'll sacrifice my finger for the good of everyone. It's okay. Hope you're all right. Are you going through something? Also, I'm mad at you, but I'm not going to show you. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm mad, but I'll never, ever tell you. <laughs> ever. No, just kidding. We're working on emotionally releasing. We as in me. Yeah. Well, and by proxy, I too need to oh, emotionally good. release. Okay. Well, it's a practice. Yeah. You know, hope, you know, hoping to really master it. Okay. Yeah. So that was really just something that happened recently. It's really overwhelmed all the other thoughts I've had. How could it not? Throughout the day. Yep. So that is what just happened to me. But also I have another thing. Okay. And I want to follow up on my AirPods purchase. Oh, okay. And I just want to let everyone know that it's worth it. <laughs> you always have them in. They're stuck in my ears. I can't get them out. No, yeah, I just love them. They're so handy. Um, and I just have the, the normal AirPods. I did not get the pros because, you know, money don't grow on trees around here. But they're so good. Like, I really wondered, like, what's all the hype about? But I'm here for it. I believe the hype. You can go anywhere. You can walk anywhere. You can be entertained. You're free of the cord. Great sound quality. That's another thing. That's another talk thing. On the, talk on the phone. Right. Seamlessly. The the sound quality for me is a kicker because I do have fair pods. A lot of times when I am on the phone while using them, people ask if I'm driving with the windows down. <laughs> <laughs> Literally happened to me last week. And I said, no, these are just from Menards. But you know what? Fair pods are better than no pods. Yeah. But I do like them. I think they're great. And that they're seamless integration with all Apple products. If I'm listening to something on my phone and then I open my iPad and I want to watch something, don't even have to like hit a button. I can just hear it in them. Right. I wonder the percentage of people that have AirPods. I'm going to say it's high. I'm going to say it's high. at least 60%. And I was definitely behind the curve on it. You know, I'm definitely right. not the first person to have AirPods or to tell you that they're good. But I'm just here as a normal gal saying it's worth it. And somebody that that really put off buying them and wanting them I for did. a long time, put it off, yep. been like, no, it's not worth it, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Here she is to testify. <laughs> here I am just to say it was a great purchase. I do Wonderful. it again. Oh, wow. That's, that's my very miscellaneous selection of updates for the weeks. Hey, I appreciated mm-hmm. it. And honestly, one of my updates is also a follow-up. So let me Good. just get right into it. My follow-up is regarding Fluffy. May she rest in peace. Mm. Last week, we spoke of Fluffy for the very first time. Uh, she was so well-received. Thank you, everyone. My mother was especially excited to hear about Fluffy. She has a lot of fond memories. And she gave me some fact checks. Okay. I didn't know how long hamsters lived. I said that it was three to four years. Well, it turns out it's like a year to a year and a half. Fluffy lived to like two and a half years. So she, when I said good time, not for a long time. And I said that she was decrepit by the time that she passed. And boy, was she because she was well over the hump. Wow. Over the hill, if you will. My mother <laughs> reminded me that she got so decrepit and just would not die that my mother <laughs> took her to the vet to get euthanized. <laughs> Hey, as someone who also had a decrepit pet that would not die, did have a parent, a parent assisted the euthanization of it as well. And Sometimes you just got to let yeah. things go. Well, she just didn't want her to suffer anymore. And she called around to, her, to a few vets and um, paid $30 to get her put to sleep. And then we buried her in the backyard. And then we moved. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Fluffy lived a full life with you, I'm sure. And she also reminded me that we had like some tubes for her to travel through. And that a couple times we forgot that she was in the ball 
and oh. left her um, in the ball all night. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. You know, as good of a life as you can have. So right. Like you gave it. Yeah. And then she also told me that one of her friend's daughter's hamsters just died. His name was Fudge. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. Okay, enough of the hamsters. On to a hamster talk around here. On to some really important things. And I need to tell the people about my broth. So just in the last couple of weeks, a week and a half, I have started a, yet another thing. The things are endless. I'm doing meat broth, which is basically I have to slow cook a massive chicken and vegetables and, you know, just like good for you broth and drink like three cups of broth a day. I have to say it's going well. There's a couple negatives. One is that I found that I smell like Thanksgiving dinner everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. I just like can't get it out of my clothes. I had a phantom smell of it in my apartment today. <laughs> you did not. I did. I literally did. I was like... Why does it smell like chicken soup? And then I was like, I think it smells like the broth. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like everywhere. And I basically have to cook a batch twice a week because I'm drinking so much of it. It just doesn't have enough time to fully escape the air. So that's kind of bad. And then it's really a whole day affair to make the broth um, because you can't do it like in an instant pot. It has to be slow and it has to cook for four hours, then it has to cool for four hours. I just really feel like a 50s housewife. But instead of a husband, I just, it's my parents' cat. Sounds like you have a very, like, medieval times perfume. <laughs> An essence of, like, the medieval people making, like, chicken yes. legs yes. and chicken thighs and all that, you know? Right. That will entice the village man. A, rena- a renaissance fair scent of sorts. Call me a renaissance woman. <laughs> There's some layers. There's like a layer of fat that kind of makes me want to gag. But of course, it goes away once it's heated. That's good. I'm happy you don't have to eat the fat. Right. It is quite settling on the stomach. I'm just I can I'm getting to the point where I'm like craving it now, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine that lasting. You know, I yeah, feel like, like I'm just going to get pretty sick of it. Yeah. It's like Stockholm syndrome. You're forced to be around. Or you're forced to smell like it. So now you love it. <laughs> Am I choosing this life or has it been chosen for me? Exactly. You'll never know. <laughs> but You're enticed by your own chicken broth. I'll probably have to do it. <laughs> I'll probably have to do it for a couple months. It's supposed to be very, very healing for a lot of the gut. And, you know, we're at a little bit of a standstill in the treatment and hoping that this gives me a little bit of a boost. And I think you would agree there's worse things you could have to drink every day. Absolutely. In fact, I do have to drink worse things daily yeah. so this seems like the most delectable choice really if you had to drink something that much yeah the only thing that is killing me like i said is that it takes forever to make i have to make a lot of it and it's really just ingrained in all of my fabrics i'm the chicken girl i just like weirdly do think people would be into the smell well like thank god i'm not like going to high school right now because that would be the girl that smelled like chicken fat <laughs> chicken girl they would cluck as I walk by. Okay, everyone, we have uh, a little bit of a unique show for you today, something that we haven't done in a very long time. It is entertainment week, but we're going to take a break from the shows and films and such because, you know, maybe not everybody wants to hear about our shows 24-7. And we're going to talk about podcasts and audiobooks, or in our case, audiobook, because only one of the four options are an audiobook. Spoiler alert. But we're just going to go back and forth and talk about a few things that we've been enjoying in the audio space, 
not including the daydreamer variety show of course yep a real treat for your ears only that you may want to use your airpods to listen to um okay do you want to go first i'd love to great we are very passionate about the audio space of course that's why we uh got into this show we're audiophiles. We're audiophiles, if you will. But, you know, just like a disclaimer, always our show first. And then these are just like extras, bonuses. 100%. I would rank our show above any show I've ever heard. Ever. Ever. Okay. My first recommendation is called Counter Clock. And that's a podcast. Yep. Counter Clock. One word. And it is a true crime mystery research kind of show there's three seasons of it and i want to read you the byline on it perfect in order to tell the story of a crime you have to turn back time every season investigative journalist delia d'ambra digs deep into a mind-bending mystery with the hopes of reigniting interest in a decades-old homicide case Mm, so it's one case yeah each season is a different case Oh, wow. So it's ongoing. It could You could binge it. Yes. And speaking of binging, yesterday they just released the entire third season. Is that what you've been doing with your AirPods? Yes. 20 episodes just came out Thursday. 20? I listened to, I listened to the first two seasons the rest of the week before. <laughs> In preparation. Because sometimes they're like 30-minute episodes. Sometimes they're 50 minutes. It just depends what the specific topic is. But this one is a journalist lady, and she follows these different cases. And the first two cases, first two seasons are different cases, but they go like hand in hand. They're in the same kind of area, the Outer Bank. Mm. But they all involve crimes that are from the past and need to be revisited. Okay, so are they solved? Yes, they're solved, but not basically the wrong people. Mm. So it's about, and there's lots of interviews of friends, family, police, doctors. They go and like talk to people, anybody that was like involved, knew them and they uncover like new information. And Mm. if you like true crime stuff, it is a real treat. Now, would you mind like giving us maybe like a little example of the journalist lady? Like of how she talks? No, just maybe some things that she might say in maybe in like the tone that she would say it. Oh, she has a real tone. Oh, does she? Um, well, maybe you don't have to mimic her exact like accent or anything. She has a flair for the dramatic, as you do in these. It sounds like it would be, yeah. What's the intro like? They'd be like, 26 years ago, so-and-so was convicted of a crime. Now we go back to revisit the sights, the sounds, and the people that were involved. This is Counterclock. That's basically how they go. Dun-dun-dun. To the, this episode on Counterclock, we talk to her sister, her mister, and Fluffy. the man, and the man who saw it all. <laughs> they do talk about their pets. You know, a lot of times they talk about what if we could interview the animals. That would be really wow. telling. I mean, sometimes a lot of people's pets are the witness to crimes. And at a lot of times when that is the case, they will bring the dog or whatever to a funeral and see if they specifically are aggressive towards someone that they because that has worked in the past. Wow. You know, I just want to say on air that Fluffy did not witness any crimes. There's a reason that you guys felt that she should no longer be here. (laughs) We had to close off the witnesses. The only thing horrific that she witnessed was my waterbed. It's like a rescue disaster is a waterbed and uh, a rodent. Um, anyways, yeah. So counterclock, 
I really think it's good if you like that kind of show. I think that seasons are about like the first two seasons are like about 10 episodes each. And then the okay. third season is 20 episodes. A heavy hitter. And the third the third season is about a case that happened right here in Indiana. Really? Yes, up north where I used to live. Is that why you wanted to listen to it? No. Well, it's a spinoff of Crime Junkies, which is like the number one true crime podcast. People mm-hmm. probably have heard of it. But it's from the same production, the same producers. And those producers are located and based out of Indianapolis. Wow. My hometown. Well, not my hometown. The town where I currently live. <laughs> of the town that is currently Creek. home. <laughs> the address I would currently call home. Anyways, yeah, Counterclock, please listen and then tell me that you're listening so I can then talk to you about it. Just like 90 Day Fiance. Exactly. Someone, please take my recommendations. Maybe they have. You need to talk to us because she loves 90 Day Fiance. Oh my God, I didn't even know that. Yes, so DM her. <gasps> oh, I will. I hate to put anybody on blast. Maybe she doesn't. We can't speak specifically of anyone. (laughs) Maybe she's a closeted 98 day fiance. I'd hate to hurt her career. (laughs) Right. It would. (laughs) Okay. I have a podcast and it's also kind of like a true crime thing, but a little bit different. Now, I don't listen to a ton of these. And I, in fact, I haven't listened to a ton of these, but I have listened to some. And the ones that I've listened to, I've really liked. Mm -hmm. I hope I haven't spoke of this. Let me know if I have because I have something else to say. But anyways, it's called True Spies um, and it's basically about secret agents instead of like one big crime thing. It is each episode is like a different spy or espionage investigation, you know, like CIA. Mm, Very cool. You know, FBI, like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So it's I think it's less about like solving one murder or mystery and more of like this spies perspective and Haley Atwell and Vanessa Kirby have great British accents and they host the show kind of like back and forth. They take turns recording episodes Mm -hmm. and then it kind of, they're not interviewing anybody off the cuff. They speak kind of like the overview and then it pops to the spy and Mm -hmm. it's kind of cool because they, I don't know if they do this on yours, but they um, change their voice Oh, they distort? Is it like yes. voice, voice distortion or something? Yes, yes, yes. So they use voice distortion, which I'm mm-hmm. sure they use on a lot of crime podcasts, but it just makes it that more mysterious. Oh, yeah, for sure. They, on mine, they have like an audio actor read mm. this. Like if people don't want to be recorded, right. they have somebody else read the transcript. So this is the little blurb. It says, true spies take you inside the world's greatest espionage and detective operations. Our hosts, mm-hmm. Haley Atwell and Vanessa Kirby, talk to the real spies behind the missions. What do they know? What are their skills? And what would you do in their position? Lots of interesting things. Lots of uh, behind the scenes, if you will. That sounds really good. And I don't think you've talked about it because that's the first I've ever heard of it. Okay, good. Yeah. I think it's like pretty popular, but not not the most popular in the true crime area. I don't even know if it's specifically true crime. I th- the intro is also pretty dramatic. I love a dramatic intro. Of course, we should do a dramatic intro. Yeah, why don't wait? Yeah, let's do a dramatic episode. Welcome, everyone, to the Daydreamer Variety Show. Your hosts, Emily and Anna, coming live from their parents' basement and room. What will they talk about next? Wait and see. Wonderful. 
Maybe that'll cut that in the beginning, please. (laughs) I should. Yeah. (laughs) People be like, what am I listening to? (laughs) Um, Anyways, that's that's uh, that's my first recommendation. Next on to you. I was just quickly going to say there's a podcast called Spy Affair that I just finished listening to. Hmm. Similar. It's actually probably different, but it's really good. It's only six episodes and actually maybe it's not done. I think it's done though. Six episodes and it's about someone that people may know from the news in the last few years, but about a Russian woman who may or may not have been a spy here in America. Interesting. Okay. That just made me think of it because it's called Spy Affair. It is interesting though. I One thing I really like about it is you can listen to one episode and it can be complete. That is nice. Like I probably in general prefer to listen to something that's a little bit more ongoing, but it's just nice because it's like bite sizes, but you still Mm -hmm. feel like, and it's new people each time. So that's something different. That is nice. I like that. I tend to get into these that are like almost like a TV show more because it really, because I listen to them all day while I work. Yeah. Which is like a weird vibe to be listening to like murder shows while you're (laughs) selling furniture to people. But like, what are you going to do? Whatever gets you through the day. Get to a girl who can do both. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. My next one, you know, not so grim. And it would be The Refined Collective Hmm. by Kat Harris. Kat Harris is a, a gal. She just released her first book, which I'm currently reading. I'm going to read you the byline. The Refined Collective podcast is hosted by Kat Harris. Her vision is to create a safe space for women and men to take off the Superman cape of having it all together and share their stories honestly about the imperfect journey of life, spirituality, love, career, and everything in between. Um, It's just a good podcast that has what I think are really good discussions about faith, life, and she lives in New York City and she's also a photographer. Does she interview different people? Yeah, she has all different kinds of people on. So each one has a different guest? Mm-hmm. Okay. They just always talk about, you know, a lot of hot button issues, you know? And it really makes you think. It's like very thought provoking. Mm. And I think some really good, unique perspectives and conversations that need to be had. And she's not always talking to only Christian people, but mm-hmm. it's really good. Okay. But yep, Kat Harris, she's also a really good Instagram follow if anyone's you know interested in that. She has good discussions on there as well. Wonderful. Um, Honestly, anybody can use some thought-provoking things that they can implement in their daily life. And, you know, we're all about entertainment, but we're also about real life stuff, stuff that gets you thinking and um, good for the soul. Mm-hmm. I think she's at times controversial because people don't like mm-hmm. to think about or hear the other side of things. And that is a serious subject as you'll ever hear me. <laughs> I don't think it was very serious. I mean, you're not talking about the topics. <laughs> We're changing our tune. Hey, we just try to lighten your load. Exactly. Like, that's not what we're here for, you know. Get you a girl who can do both. That's right. I'm reading her book. Maybe once I finish the book, I'll let you guys know if I recommend it or not. Great. Oh, you, you probably have a lot of book recommendations as of now. I do. You know, everybody, uh, if you would like some more book recommendations, why don't you go ahead and slide into uh, Anna's DMs or the, or the yep. Daydream of Variety show. I'm sure she would love to give you some recommendations. Maybe someday I can do an Instagram story takeover. Of my oh, my gosh. A takeover. Yes, absolutely. You're up. Okay. You're up. And for the last recommendation, we're just speeding on through. This might be a short episode, but that's okay. That's right. It's a treat. It is a treat. A little bit out of left field for us. Maybe not left field, but just like not our usual. Anyway, saving a the audiobook recommendation for last. 
It's Lauren Graham's audiobook. She has a couple books out. And this one is called Talking As Fast As I Can From Gilmore Girls to Gilmore Girls. You know, this one is coming out of left field for me, recommending an audiobook, because I have spoken on here about how I don't really like audiobooks. Or I guess I should say I very much prefer podcasts because it's just easier to consume. I have never listened to a book that I've been so like enticed with, which I think is, I don't know if it's because she is talking as fast as she can, or if it was because I was really interested in some of the stuff that she was saying, but Mm -hmm. I would genuinely think that anybody would really, really enjoy it, especially if you're a fan of Gilmore Girls or Lauren Graham, of course, but um, she's so funny. I mean, I was like laughing out loud a lot of the time. She was just telling like everything from childhood stories to how she got in acting and entertainment to a couple of her main roles. And then she really gets into Gilmore Girls, the first main seven seasons. And Mm -hmm. then she gets into the four mini movies that they did a couple years ago and everything in between. And she also talks about her writing style and how she came into writing and how she's writing a lot more, not just autobiographies, but Mm -hmm. she has a couple novels and she's writing Mm -hmm. screenplays, et cetera, et cetera. But she really breaks down like her whole writing process. That was really interesting. Cool. Very tangible advice, which I have tried to implement and Mm -hmm. it's actually been going well. Oh, also parenthood. She talks about parenthood a little bit. You've watched Parenthood? Yes, I have. Yes. Yep. I actually watched it maybe like four years ago. Five, mm-hmm. four. It was after, it was after, you know, it was complete. Mm-hmm. But wow, what a great show. Yeah, one of the best shows. Um, She opens up a, a lot about like Hollywood. She talks about like plastic surgery and she talks about like diets and it's just really relatable, real stuff. And I think it, I think it's really funny. And I got through it really fast. It sounds really good. I think the best thing they ever did was have people do their own audiobooks. Yes. Because that's so much more engaging when the person that you're learning about is as it is just like they're telling the story. It's like a really long interview, kind of. Yeah, it is. I loved it. I, I was sad when it ended. I got through it in like four days. We can always listen again. We can always listen again. You can always listen again. And if that's not a theme for the show, you can always listen again. You can always We've got a decent amount of archives piling up. You can always listen again. Yeah. And I watched Gilmore Girls actually right before I watched Parenthood. So it was kind of like back to back, which obviously those are her two main roles. Mm -hmm. Was that your first Gilmore Girls watch through? Yeah. For the first time ever. It was, you know, four or five years ago. It was like right after I moved home. What a good show. Simply one of the best. That's a great lighthearted. I mean, it is, there's some drama and stuff. I feel like for the most part, it's pretty light. If you haven't seen Gilmore Girls, question mark, you should probably watch it. Oh, absolutely. It's just so good. It's like a very good comfort. Usually I'll watch it through all the way, maybe like every two years. Mm. Been watched a lot of times. Way back to when I'd get the DVDs at the library. Wow. <laughs> I was going through some of our old bins and I saw all of the Seinfeld VHSs. Oh, wow. Talk about a lot of VHS. Like, I feel like for a season of a show, you'd have to have so many VHSs. <laughs> yes. I, I specifically remember one. We had um, like a, a greatest hits, if you will, of Friends. And it was mm-hmm. like this pack of three VHSs. And I think it had a total of maybe like 12 episodes <laughs> of Friends. And I would have this one VHS on repeat. And it was the one where 
the game to compete for the different apartments. If you know mm-hmm. friends, you know what I'm talking about. And um, it would just be on a constant loop. As soon as I would stop it, I would just click the rewind button, sit in front of the VCR as it's going, and then play it. Be kind and rewind. And both of us, just a sidebar, have spoken of diving into lengthy season shows. Mm-hmm. You, Friends. Yes. And me, Downton Abbey. Yes. Two cultural phenomenons. <laughs> both, you know, haven't watched the whole thing through. Mm-hmm. Will we do it is the question. Sure. sure. I was just thinking about when I was going to start. And you gave me a timeline that I should be done with Downton Abbey, at least before Christmas. That's when the new movie comes out. And I think exactly. that's very attainable. Oh, literally so far away. Well, attainable for me. Yeah, you can do it. That's eight yeah. months. Yeah. Right. But the thing is, I like to watch a lot of other things. That's why I have a hard time investing in or starting a, a show that I know has a lot of seasons because mm-hmm. I know I'm committed. It's not for the faint of heart. You just got to commit. You do. And or maybe I was thinking that I could just go by season. Like I'll do season one and maybe watch those kind of back to back and then take a break. Don't stare up the stairs. Step up the steps. <laughs> one Start step at a time. First episode. Hey, the next right thing. I think you're going to be pretty hooked once you get yourself into it. I know. I know. That's, I'm, I think I'm nervous about that. All the other watchings go to the bottom, and I simply won't have anything to recommend for the daydreamers. I believe in you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> It'll be okay. Okay. No thank fret. you. No need no. to fret over doubt the Navi. No stressing. No stress. <laughs> if that isn't a first world problem. I'm worried I won't be able to watch more shows because I'm too into one show. <laughs> Just picture me sucked into the television, drinking my broth, smelling like chicken. That's probably what they smelled like. The people that work downstairs and down snappies. So <laughs> exactly. I'm a method actor. <laughs> Anything else? No, oh, I think that's all. All right. Well, a nice, uh, simple palatable episode for everyone yeah a nice little bite size of the daydream maybe just like a little quick housekeeping note we will have another episode next week Mm -hmm. improv week we're gonna again keep our cards close to our chest and not reveal what we are doing because usually we don't know (laughs) no no no. we have a master plan (laughs) we have a master plan And um, then the following week, so the second week of May, we're going to take a brief week off. We're going on a trip. We're going on a trip. A business trip, some may say. Some may say business, some may say pleasure. Nobody will ever know. And um, We like to blur the lines. We made a decision to take a trip as a reward, and we're very excited about it. Watch this space. This space? The Instagram? Watch this space. You know, like, listen... Like, pay attention for what's to come. I've never heard that. You've never heard that before? Watch the space. That's a saying? Yes. Oh, my gosh. No. I've never heard oh, wow. It. Um, who said we aren't educational? <laughs> yeah, if you're like, watch this space, it's like, I'm going to be doing something in the future that you will oh find Oh, my gosh. About. I mean, hang tight. Yeah. I've never I heard mean, it. You know, same sentiment. It's just like, something's going to be happening. You'll find out later. I'm not going to say it right now, but watch this space. No, I de- it definitely makes sense. I'm picking up what you're laying down and I will, wa- <laughs> I will watch this base, but I've just never heard it before. <laughs> hey, we learn something new every day here on the Daydream Variety Show. This is an educational podcast. Stay it tuned is. next week when we uh, read through the Iliad. Iliad? Iliad. Iliad. Hmm. I'd rather not. I did once and I don't want to ever do it again. Well, I can't say, I mean, I really bombed all those quizzes.
Because <laughs> I was just guessing. <laughs> but I would ace Lauren Graham's book. Do you have anything else? No. Keeping her cards close to her chest. Watch this space. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like something funny would be if we talk about common phrases and see if we actually know what they are. Oh, that's a great idea. Which is basically the segment we've just created within <laughs> this segment. Stay tuned. Watch this. <laughs> Watch this space. In case we don't see you. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. Bye. <laughs> Key change. In case we don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Bye. I tried to say that in my dramatic voice. <laughs> it sounded just like a lower register. Oh, okay. Let me try again. I'll try it dramatized. Three feet long. Yeah. I mean, you get some stairs, and I have to, like, prop it up on my leg, but it's worth mm -hmm. it. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yes. And I forgot my Costco card. I was like, excuse me, sir. When I, I remember. When I say I forgot my Costco card, I forgot my wallet. And that's the same day that I used Apple Pay for the first time because I needed to. It's a part of a grander plan. It is Apple Pay. <laughs> I don't think I've seen you more than twice over, well, not in person. <laughs> You not you not having them on. You always have them in. Well, we you know with podcasting, there's a little mystery. There's a little mystery there, and um, we can't reveal all our secrets. That's true. I mean, we have many years to come, so we got to keep some things close <laughs> to the. Yeah, we got to keep our cards close to the. Oh, we got to keep our cards close to our chest. <laughs> we were both just trying to figure out what that statement was. I was like, gotta keep it close to the. Belt. I actually had to close my eyes and it's gonna say close to the belt, but what? <laughs> I didn't even say the cards. Wow. Oh.